All right. Run that microphone check. Check that microphone, yes. Run that microphone check. <clears throat> the microphone has been checked. All right, we are uh, live. Let's uh, begin slow rolling it out. And looking at that audio there once more. And looking at that audio there once more. And all right, and we are in the rough and gruff of it. Uh, this will be a clunky live episode. I have not dedicated myself to going live in, well, frankly, a couple years now. And I think that it would be best to get back to going live. It will be uncomfortable for me. Uh, ultimately, I will mix down whatever I do live and um, and ultimately make it into a quality episode. But I have to get used to going live again. All right, and as far as going live, I'm hoping that Queens Collider can get in, but Queens Collider has a full-time job and is uh, trying to make something to eat right now. Uh, so Phoenix Collider will probably not be joining the live. All right, the uh, program is probably very tonally different than it was uh, in 2014, 15, 16. I'd say even 17 and 18, there was sort of a golden age of wine cellar uh, material. Right, and uh, going into 2019, it got a lot tougher, and uh, definitely 2021 and 22, hard as all hell. 2023, very hard. 2024, I want to get good enough that I make it smooth again. Now, we're over here looking at an article up by Sarah K. Burris, um, published well today, January 17th. Uh, time of recording, 4.05 in the p.m. Now, uh, this uh, main judge lets Trump appear on the state's primary ballot. Well, what happened? Let's find out. So, um, Sarah lets us know that the Maine Superior Court this past Wednesday ruled that Donald John Trump can appear on the primary election ballot pending a higher court's ruling on a decision to bar him using the Constitution's 14th Amendment, uh, which would be the insurrectionist clause. <clears throat> so Sheena Bellows is the uh, Secretary of State in Maine, and Sheena Bellows ruled that Trump had violated the amendment. And this amendment states that insurrectionists cannot hold public office and therefore didn't qualify for the ballot. Well, you got to realize that when it comes to uh, Republicans, um, Western culture people in general, words have definitions with which you don't actually use. You just use the word. Hell with the definition, <laughs> right? Uh, we continue. Uh, Colorado's a Secretary of State has also made a similar ruling. 
The main uh, ruling was appealed to the state's uh, superior court, while Colorado's has gone to the U.S. Supreme Court. You can also, uh, okay, here we go. Today's ruling uh, states that Maine's decision will be put on hold until the Supreme Court rules on the Colorado case. The secretary is ordered to await the Supreme Court's decision in Anderson and no later than 30 days after Anderson's issuance uh, to issue a new ruling modifying, withdrawing, or confirming her prior ruling, which was dated in December uh, of 2023. And the primary election will be held March 5th. We will see where this one goes. And let's uh, run a cut there. There we are. And we bring it back on up. And let's uh, head on over in this here direction. Skippy flop dibble doop. And remember what we are uh, particularly interested in over here. Um, I should say uh, I fully denounce that that 60% this like no like because that that's stuff where oh the climate changes naturally yes over millions of years billions of years right like this shit that we've seen which has been documented from 1912 to now which is basically just one little dance or what like 12 years more than a century, 112 years, like, and you're going to try to tell me that's natural from 1912, even like from when I was born in the 1980s, the difference from the 1980s to now, oh, that's just natural. Like, welcome to the bad faith acting and just trying so hard to disagree. Like, it's too much of an effort to disagree for the sake of disagreeing, for the sake of partisanship, you know? And that's why, like, Republicanism truly is just indoctrination against everything that's not Republican, right? Because it's not really indoctrination to be Republican. It's indoctrination to be against anything that's not Republican for the sake of being against it. So you just say stupid words, all right, like I met a guy when I was working in Illinois, and this cat legit believe, like as an adult, he'll look you in your eye and say out loud that the real thing is that the equator has moved, and the equator isn't actually where we used to think it was, but now the equator is more like around the Carolinas, and that's why it's so hot. You can't cross-reference that claim. You can't fact-check that claim. There is no, it's just a bullshit thing that a grown man said out loud on purpose. It's just pure nonsense. Yeah, Phoenix Kalita just walked up. I was just, um, I played a, an audio clip talking about a sea level rise 
and the person that the newscast had on was like, I mean, it could be 60% caused by man-made, could be, you know, but, it, you know, it's just always changing. It's like, no, not with the always changing. You know, what I hate about the whole, like, man-made thing is, okay, so even if it is man-made and it's always changing, maybe we should be cognizant of that and try to make it um, less damaged. Can we do a harm reduction approach if we're the ones, you know what I mean? But also, why so much of a change in a century? Well, you know. That's so... a pretty massive change for such a show. But then, again, like I mentioned right before Phoenix Cleeter walked up here, from when we were born in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to believe that the whole planet <laughs> changes that much in four decades. Like, you're, when you say that, you're not being serious. And, like, maybe someone younger is listening to this. If someone says that to you, they're not serious, and you need not take them serious. I love them know that. Yeah. Like, tell them, like, oh, no, you're, you're clearly not serious, and I'm never going to talk to you about anything serious again. Let's just do our jobs and be strangers. Because mm-hmm. you're most likely going to hear it from some overzealous Republican co-workers. Republican co-workers love bringing their shit to the workplace. Oh, my God. Don't they ever. Ah, shut yeah, but, the fuck yeah. up. And, you know, it reminds me, like, that story we covered a couple of years ago. Because I know a lot, if you have the capability to think rationally, you're going to be like, no, it's probably because of cars and uh, burning coal and, you know, airplanes, right? That's why we're, the climate is changing. And they're going to argue it's not because they will literally argue the goose shit you've ever heard. A couple of years ago, we covered a story, I think it was in Washington State, where a lawmaker was against, um, like, adding bike lanes because he said that bike riders, like, sweat so much, they're putting, like, extra carbon dioxide into the environment. If you think people on bikes are, like, contributing as much as airplanes, I can't take you seriously. Nobody should take you seriously. Yeah. Like, and after a while, you're not trying to make sense. And that's why, you know, and I'm running this uh, through Facebook, uh, this uh, live broadcast, like, I know one of you trolls may stop by and that's why I don't talk to you. That's why I just ban you. Like, I like, yeah, my audience is going to go back and forth with you because they're kind of silly, you know, and then that's they, And, you know, they probably have that. They are one of the original old school memes, right? Honey, come to bed. No, someone is wrong on the internet. This meme precedes modern social media. Back when the only social media was blackplanet.com, I saw that meme back in 2001 when we were on blackplanet.com and forum websites, mm-hmm. and y'all are still in it. But keep in mind, I won't do it. When I show up, I block, I ban, you're gone, we don't talk, right? Just like if I'm, uh, let's say I was uh, riding the bus again and I'm at the bus stop. Let's some Republic clown walk up to me and start saying words about things. I mean, in the modern day now, it's even better because, like, before I would just put on my headphones to show them we're not doing this, mm-hmm. but now I can just crank up a Bluetooth speaker in mm-hmm. your face. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not, we're not talking. Yeah. You know, I'm just not going to interact with you. Uh, I think I've reiterated that enough times. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think it's also, like, a natural reaction for people to want to react because you're like, if, because what they're saying is, like, so fucking ridiculous that they're like two plus two equals seven you're like okay but no if i just explain math and two plus two equals four they'll get it they don't want to get it i'm starting to wonder like what folks were ideologically aligned with i think if now 
we now have a, um, we're at an impasse on what we think is a waste of time. Uh-huh. And I always, and let me, because I, there's a lot of things that I started saying when I was a teenager that I still say, and I think it's reasonable to still say them. Keep in mind, I started saying this when I was a teenager and I'm 40, all right? It's not just your time. Mm-hmm. It's your irreplaceable time mm-hmm. from your only life. Yeah. You only get one, and the time is irreplaceable. I don't give a damn if it's only five minutes. That's five minutes that I could have been smoking a joint and listening to some old fucking uh, MC Ren records, right? That's 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 a that's random. That's, yeah, I could be I be I could be listening to the Villain in Black album with that couple of minutes, and I'm not you. And but apparently to y'all, that's not a waste of time. I guess you enjoy it. You enjoy it. Because I get caught up in that, too. I'm saying all this, like, I completely... Yeah, this is some bit of contention in our household. Because I don't disagree with you, but I'm not going to lie. I ended up in it... I don't know how I get sucked into it, but I ended up arguing with someone on Blue Sky about um, the Democrats yesterday, where I basically said, like, you guys can't negotiate with Biden, and they're like, well, but he did a couple things, and I was like, doing the bare minimum and then being told that's good enough and you have to accept it is not a negotiation. And I somehow got caught up in that argument. And I don't know. I don't know. Nope. I don't know how. Not I don't my know life. how it happened. Mm. <laughs> but no, like, I just, ah, I think there's just like a very natural human reaction to be like, no, this is wrong. Let me fix it. And it's just hard to accept some things are not fixable. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing it, baby. We ain't doing it. Fuck that. Not talking to you. Uh, and, and the funny thing is, like, uh, I think I, I riffed about this on a different program, but like in the workplace, they kind of know that about, like, Republicans don't really say shit to me at this job. Yeah. And it's not like they really know much about my politics, but the thing is, I show up and I deliberately don't say shit about any of that shit. And I let them make their assumptions based on their biases, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm hegemonically masculine. And I just get in and I get the job done and I don't do all that complaining shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's time to go to break, I do about 50% of my break and then I get back on and I start working with the other 50% to get us ahead. So, they, you know, their biases, they make assumptions. They think I'm the most Republican, Republican of Republicans they've ever seen. And you're close because you're wearing, well, I mean, aside from the dashikis, but in terms of like pants yeah. and work boots, you're wearing like the, the what they have as like the the working man's outfit, even though most of them don't actually have well, anyway. Yeah. But the point being, image wise. Yeah, today was Carhartt. Right? Like yeah, I have on my uh, my my Carhartt work pants, which I still rate significantly below Wrangler rigs. You want if you're really looking to spend on work pants, don't get Carhartt, get Wrangler rigs. Wrangler rigs. Wrangler rigs are not paying me to say this. Now that's a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah and then I let but then as soon as they start saying their shit I'm just like uh-uh not interested like and I lean on it and then they never buy and then I find out when I do take a, a an unexpected day off they get it all out their system and then like the Gen Z kids at work are like oh my goodness they went nuts while you were gone just with all their stupid conspiracy theories which are neither conspiracies nor theories. They just call shit they don't like conspiracies. Yeah. And they call the way they talk about it a theory. 
These folks are not theoretical. There is a certain way you arrive at the theory, which involves the which has to be preempted by the scientific method, right? So you have to have a hypothesis, a test, and a conclusion before you can theorize about something. And a conspiracy, we already know it needs to be more than one person, but it also has to be illegal. And quite frankly, politicians passing laws you don't like isn't illegal, and you're not theorizing about it, you're complaining. <laughs> like, even if you do conspiracy theory more colloquially, co- in a colloquial way, I still hate that they say theory, because theory implies that even if you didn't use the scientific method, you used a, um, a logical train of thought to arrive at your conclusion. Yeah. They're like, okay, so if this is one, and that's one, and now I have two, and then that's two, it's got to be four, right? Like, there is no logical train of thought. There is no deep, like, I'm going to sit down and do some research and really think. No, they get their fucking research from memes. Yeah, <laughs> literally memes. <laughs> nope, I will not deal with these folks. God damn, that's a whole long segment about fuck them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, looking over here at an article up by Carl Gibson. Carl Gibson. Um Debt-ridden Michigan GOP seeks to sell headquarters to pay a $500,000 loan, and they're currently in default. You see, because they run things like a business, and they're the fiscally responsible party. They are fiscally responsible. Um, So uh, Carl tells us that uh, the Michigan Republican Party is struggling to stay afloat after failing to pay interest on a loan from Comerica Bank. For more than 120 days, pay your bills, you <laughs> broke motherfuckers. Get it together. God damn. And now the party is contemplating the sale of its headquarters in order to pay off some of its mounting debt. Some of it. God damn. You see, and that's the thing. The GOP is just ghetto ass niggas. Like, keep it official. Like, they're like, can I just put some on the electric bill? Mm-hmm. Like, nigga. Ugh. All right, continuing with these fucking dorks. Um, according to a nonprofit online news outlet, uh, Bridge, Michigan, uh, they published that the Michigan GOP has been in default on the loan for more than $500,000 since December 12th. And since then, the loan has accumulated more than ten thousand in interest and nearly one thousand in late fees. Love that for them. Pay your bills. Huh? Watch, and they're gonna see, and and I bet you they just—they're looking for a bailout. They wanted Tudor Dixon to win so they could get a bailout. Probably. Fuck that. Bring back Big Gretch. Yeah, I call her Big Gretch. We know each other like that. <laughs> uh, continuing, um. Uh, A quote from um, a filing uh, by Comerica Bank, Uh, they said, quote, the MRP has not responded to the demand letter and as of the date of this motion has been in default for over 120 days, end quote, in the filing with the the Ingham, yep, Ingham County Circuit Court, which again, so they haven't even responded. They... They really are just the deadbeat dad that threw the fucking electric bill under the couch and just never looked at it. Um, Continuing uh, with this article up by Carl on RossStory.com, in response, the Michigan Republican Party chair, 
by the name of Christina Caramo uh, has launched a lawsuit on behalf of the party against both Comerica Bank and the Michigan Republican Party Trust. How are you going to sue the bank? Whatever. Fine. Because you can't make me do what I'm supposed to do. That's a conspiracy theory. I'm telling Republicans believe in nothing but how they're going to have as much fun as possible and charge you for it. That's all they give a fuck about. And at this point, I'm not doing yeah, but the Democrats. I've said yeah, but the Democrats since I turned on this microphone and started podcasting. I was all up on Barack Obama's ass, Nancy Pelosi's ass, uh, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz ass, mm-hmm. uh, that nigga Harry Reid, uh, shit, oh, nigga. Who was the one who uh, leaked the question? Oh, God, Donna Brazil's ass. We, we've been getting at them niggas. And yeah, we got a Republicans too, but I'm, I'm tired of that shit. Like, yeah, nigga, we know, but the Democrats don't be on this type shit. At least them niggas can pay their fucking bills. Ugh. Yeah. Continuing. Mm-hmm. Why am I so annoyed? Because you, because everyone else has to pay their bills. No one else just gets to be like, I'm a Republican, don't, or I'm rich, like I don't have to do shit. Yeah, that's why. I just got off a shift and now I'm sitting down doing podcast work to pay the fucking bills, right? Like I haven't cashed out two Patreon checks in a row so that I can have that shit ready for a bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing. These raggedy niggas. Uh, in response, the uh, da, 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 yeah, Paramano, yeah, trying to sue the fucking bank. Um, and they're uh, so this is on behalf of uh, the party against Comerica Bank and the Michigan Republican Party Trust, which is an entity made up of former state Republican Party chairs that managed the Michigan GOP headquarters building in Lansing in an effort to uh, regain control of the building and sell it to pay off the debt. This all comes as the Mitten State. Don't do not do that. Don't do that. This all comes as Michigan. The Peninsula State. The place that made Kid Rock exist is set to hold its presidential primary in late February. I know I lean on that R. I want to. It's there, and I want to enunciate it. So, and that's the deal. That's the real deal. Is there more, or? Yeah, there sure is. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was gonna. I have like yeah. another. I have like kind of like dovetail in. Yeah. Um, just for more context about what's happening with the Republican Party in Michigan right now. Talking about Kristen Caramo, and she's like trying to sue the bank and all this and that. Um, just so you know. Um, they're actually having a leadership crisis right now, and they've siphoned off into two parties, but they're both claiming that they are the official GOP party of Michigan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The leadership uh, Michigan Republican Party seemed to collapse on itself on Saturday. This article, by the way, is from January 14th, so last, yeah, last, this literally happened last week. Um, and this is, uh, they, so they don't know who their president is a month before the state's primary, which is February 27th. Kristen Caramo was voted out by 40 members of the state party committee on January 6th, fun day for them to be voting on anything. Ah. Um, but 40 members voted her out during January 6th. 
because of party dysfunction. She has since disputed decision and last week said that she was not going to comply because the vote did not meet party bylaws and was therefore illegitimate. So that refusal led to a Saturday meeting of a majority of party members who voted to keep Karamo in her post. However, the people who voted her out are saying that Melinda Pego, who was an acting co-chair, is the actual president of the Republican Party. So Melinda Pego and Chris, Kristen Karamo, is it? Or Christina? Christina Karamo are now arguing over which one of them is the head of the Republican Party. No one actually knows who it is right now. So it's extra hilarious that Kristen Karamo is still acting as the president of the Republican Party when we're not entirely sure if the party wants her to be the president of the state party. Filing lawsuits and shit. <laughs> raggedy niggas. And also, Karamo was so mad at Pego that she uh, basically said that Pego is not allowed to run as a Republican anymore and has been removed as the acting chair of the Michigan Republican Party. So, yeah, we will um, see what happens with that. They don't, they, they seem very confused right now. Yeah. But according to Karamo's Twitter, she said that Pago has been ousted from her uh, vice chair and has been banned from any official party, a party affiliation for five years. And she said that the Republicans who want her gone are evil. The next paragraph was basically going into the yeah. story you just told. Like, uh, it's just extra hilarious that, like, we don't even know who's in charge, but we just know that they owe money. <laughs> oh, actually, the rest of the article was everything you what was okay. what you just read. What was okay. the outlet you came from? Uh, Daily Daily Beast. Yeah, I'm gonna start looking at some of these uh, websites. See, I haven't looked at I've been looking at social media so much. Like it just clicked in my head before going live. Like, let me check out Raw Story. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, there's Daily Beast, Raw Story. Well, what was their alternate? Mm-hmm. Is alternate still active? I don't know if they are. Yeah. Post still has stuff. Um, Detroit Free Press is good. Um, but yeah, it's just very amusing to me. Yeah, and I really don't care about. And I know there's someone out there that like. Being an internet leftist has become your human identity, and that kind of makes you a dork that I will not listen to, uh, because you like they're gonna be like, "What Huffington Post? That's not the real stuff." Man, I'll be like, they covered a story that I think is relevant, and the assertions they present in the coverage, they uh, they check out when you go to cross reference it. Yeah. So I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to cover it from Huffington Post. I think it really, like, certain outlets are good at covering certain things, and I don't have an issue, like, acknowledging that. Like, I'm not sure I would read, like, an op-ed on the Huffington Post about the Democrats' party. I probably won't agree with that. Yeah. But if it's, like, just a straight-up article about, like, police shot someone 22 yeah. times, it's probably fucking accurate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I can't. But Ariana Huffington, yeah, nigga, the millionaire, billionaire always wins. I'm still going to read the fucking article. Like, get out of here, man. Like, y'all niggas. That's why nobody likes you. Yeah. Uh, continue. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, we're saying nice things about people. We are. We are very nice people. We always say nice things about people. All right, let me uh, dance it back off in um, in this direction. Yeah. Uh, given that um, sea level rise was uh, the thing that I wanted to make sure that I did not skip out on on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pacific Islands, sea uh, levels rising faster than average. All right. Uh, 
and according to a report released by the World Meteorological Organization, WMO, uh, water levels are rising about four millimeters per year in some areas, uh, which is slightly above the global mean rate. And I really thought that this was going to be a video showing it, but this is one of those uh, infographic videos. Oh. And um, so they're also telling us that that means low-lying territories such as uh, Tuvalu and the Solomon Islands are uh, not going to have a great time. Oh, the Solomon Islands? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just for the record, about 25 millimeters is an inch. About 25 millimeters is an inch. All right. And um, a WMO spokesperson, they have spokesperson on the screen. All right. Um, so I can't mock it. Uh, by the name of Claire Newless. And Claire Newless will deliver a brief address here. WMO, they tell us that the climate pattern of El Nino will strongly uh, affect the pattern. Oh, that's great. We, we like that, right? Yeah, we love that. What could go wrong? Oh, good. Infographic video randomly spliced with the homegirl player. <laughs> tell us more. Ah, Jesus. So just for um, context, you mentioned that this is the Solomon Islands were part of um, the area, including this video. They are the second most at-risk nation on the planet for natural disasters because of climate change. Yeah, and then also um, because of the rising sea levels, it's also like basically fucking with the na uh, nat uh, fresh water on the island. So now like their fresh water is getting salt water in it because of climate change. So like people can't even drink the water there. Ah, yeah. And also that some, well, you know what, we, shit. Oh, no. Having problems with the cats. This mm -hmm. is what happens when cats jump on you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it's just interesting because this is coming, what, just a couple, a week or two after we covered um, the crab season in Alaska, right, that the crab season was canceled for the second year in a row because oh, yeah. the climate change was uh, making the water so warm that, like, the crabs couldn't reproduce. So, you know. I mean, I don't know, maybe we should do something about climate change, maybe. Ugh. You know, whatever. No, can't. No, no, can't. can't. And again, folks, anyone who's tuned into this live, it is going to be clunky as I, but I'm just making myself go live, even though I'm literally uncomfortable with it. I would rather pre-record and sit in evidence like to start streamlining this stuff again, streamlining, mm -hmm. yeah, streamlining this stuff again. I'm going to have to make myself go live, make myself do the show prep, and get it popping. Uh, let's um, dance it on in another direction. And we head on over here. A uh, little update. And as that footage was playing, couldn't help but notice that uh, as the individual walked into the courtroom, they looked just very masculine presenting and nothing else. Uh, we're going to go back over here to... Uh, December 12th, 2022, right? 2022 was over a year ago. Yeah. 2023 was so weird, it's like it didn't happen. Uh, but uh, so over here on um, pinknews.co.uk, uh, they tell us, um, bop, 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 
Anderson Lee Aldrich is facing 305 charges, 305, shout out to Miami, uh, 305 charges in relation to the deaths of the five people of the LGBTQ plus venue club Q on November 19th. According to court documents, Aldrich is non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. However, in court last week, Aldrich's attorney used he, him pronouns. Uh, Their father also used he, him pronouns when referring to Aldrich in a media interview where he said he was more concerned um, his child could be gay than a killer. I remember that. I remember that too. Uh, The use of they, them pronouns by uh, Aldrich has been questioned by Xavier Krause, a former neighbor of Aldrich, who told NBC News the pair used to be very close friends until only a few months ago. He alleged that Aldrich claiming to be non-binary was a total troll on the community. Yes, that's what they're into. And now we tangent back. It's a callback to why I will not talk to you people. You're either stupid or acting in bad faith. Two things that I will not tolerate with irreplaceable time from my only life. Yeah, no, for sure. I think what always gets me about that is like, I, and of course, I will never know. We will never find out. I just want to know what media he was consuming, right? Because it sounds like, obviously, yeah, he's still an asshole because he went around killing people. But it sounds like he's very much propagandized. Because I always find that thing with right-wingers where they're like, well, you could just put on a wig and say that you're trans and they'll believe you. No, actually. It takes a little bit more than that. You can't just put one Twitter, put a they, them in your Twitter and we all believe you. Nobody believed this person was non-binary when the shooting happened. Um, you know, everyone assumed that it was trolling, like the idea that they were non-binary. And then, of course, it came out in court. But it's just like that. I don't know if you're that arrogant that you thought nobody was going to fact check you or you're that stupid and have been so fully propagandized that you literally think there is like an LGBTQ agenda and you can just say anything under LGBTQ and people will believe you. Either way, you're wrong. Like, how did he not think that that was going to come out eventually? Like, what? And you know what? Some of y'all niggas that we are ideologically aligned with, start assuming that some people might be full of shit. Because I think that's a big problem with the someone's wrong on the internet. You just... It's a, and yeah, I'm just, we say a lot, it seems like we're always talking about white people, but it really seems to be a white thing that white people just will not maybe think that the white person who's talking to them is a piece of shit that's trying to lie to them so they can enact fascism. And I'll never forget back when Joe Rogan, there was a long time ago that he had a pretty neat, funny podcast that wasn't just a knots hole. Uh, and, um, and he said something that bothered me because I was like in my late 20s, I heard it. He was like, you know, you can't just call someone a liar because when you call someone a liar, the conversation's over. Is it that important to have a fucking conversation? Like <laughs> white people love sitting around talking so much that they'd rather talk to a liar than call them a liar, get the fuck up and walk away. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, like my own theory is that a lot of it is like embarrassment. Because white people are so conditioned to believe other white people, they can't spot the lie immediately. So when you tell them, you're like, hey, I'm looking at you having this conversation, and I'm pretty sure the person you're talking to is just trolling, or they're acting in bad faith, or they're, they don't mean what they say. They're like, but I would have known. I'm smart. I would have seen it. And it's like, it's sort of like, it reminds me of like, um, like when uh, police are like, 
we can't believe this guy was a serial killer and was sitting under our noses this whole time. He must be a genius. Because we're so smart, obviously we would have seen it. No, the fuck you wouldn't have. Because you weren't looking for it. Because you weren't looking um, for genuine conversations. You weren't looking to be objective. You weren't looking at facts, right? And it's, like, very similar to that. And I find that white people, and, like, obviously everyone gets caught up in it. But I really do find white people, when they're interacting with white people, really do get more caught up in it. And then when you tell them, they want to double down to be like, well, I would have known if it was like that. You're the one who was wrong. It's like, all right, well... Go argue with the 4chan guy, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's go ahead and let's kick the colloquialism out the door. You're being pedantic. Yes, because being pedantic is good. Uh, so, smart. Having or showing a quick-witted intelligence. You are not smart. <laughs> all right? You're educated and you're relatively competent at your job and you've memorized the most important things that you need to do to not be homeless. Yeah. You're not actually smart by the definition of the word. Because right now, like colloquially smart is basically means informed. Yeah. Right. It's like the opposite of ignorant. But by definition and being pedantic is good. All right. It's a net good every time. Uh, fucking you do not have quick-witted intelligence. You just don't. Mm-hmm. All right? Quite, quite frankly, some goofy nigga that can fucking bust a dope freestyle for five minutes is smarter than you. That's literally quick-witted intelligence. Go look at a battle rapper. That's quick-witted intelligence. You don't have it. You just don't. But you are good at your job. You learned how to, you memorize how to use the office jargon. You memorized how to make a PowerPoint. You know how to use uh, what's one of the things from Microsoft, right? You, You know how to use Excel. You memorized how to perform a task. You're good at that. So how about this? You are relatively competent and good at your job, but no, you're not smart at all. And just because you're not smart doesn't mean you're dumb, doesn't mean you're stupid, doesn't mean you're a fucking moron. It just means that you do not have quick-witted intelligence. So you can't spot the liar. Nobody ever assumes that they are the average intelligence, but roughly half of us are average. No one ever thinks they're it. (laughs) But also, even from the colloquial standpoint, to say it means being informed, you're not actually informed. Mm. Because if you're only ever around other white people, you don't really see how these things uh, go in real life, right? It was very similar to like how you can have a group of women and one guy who's like, but I'm a nice guy. And the women are like, there's something off about you. But the other men can't see it, right? It's very much like that with white people. Like, don't just take one white person's word for it. Go to the non-white people they interact with, especially if the non-white people they interact with are um, left of center. Like, what is their take on it, right? Don't end up supporting flying monkeys. My Twitter people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, frankly, yeah, like, here, here, here's an extremist thought that I do not actually want instituted. I kind of do, but I don't. <laughs> right? Like, here, uh, for hetero men, your ex-girlfriends get to tattoo their Yelp review of you on your back. Oh, God. So that anyone new you meet, lift up your shirt from the back, and they can read what your exes have to say about you. We have to watch the girl with the dragon tattoo. Is it action or comedy? It's 
slow burn suspense. I know that's not your thing. Yeah, I get bored. But um, the main character, her name is Lizbeth, and um, she's actually um, basically under uh, like the guardianship thing like I was when I was on disability. Yeah. And um, the guy who's like running her money works for the government because she's an adult and has like aged out of foster care. Yeah. And uh, he ends up raping her because she's like, I need, I need my money. And he's like, well, if you do this for me, then I'll give you like extra money and stuff like that. And um, he ended up like yeah, raping her, but then she goes back to the house and she's like, I need money again. He thought that he was going to do it again. She ends up knocking him out and literally tattooed, I am a rapist across his chest. It was a great fucking moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Damn, all for that moment? Well, I mean, no, the whole movie itself is good. She ends up finding a serial killer and getting women for like that several decades. So it's that's really the main point. That's like a side story of her. Is this like an older movie? Um, maybe 10 Right, we're full. What the fuck is older? Like, everything that's like after 2010 is fucking new as hell to me. My <laughs> God, like, wow, really? 2010? Yeah, you know. I was a coworker. He was just like, yeah, I was born in 2002. Huh? When I got my first apartment? 2011. Oh, yeah, that's new as hell. Yeah, yeah. Then there better be some good CGI. Yeah, but I, I, that's me, though. Like I said, like a couple broadcasts ago, like I never watched the old color purple. I'm not going to watch the new color purple because I don't watch boring ass dramas. Quite frankly, that was not always beef with the woman king. More action. Mm-hmm. More action. I did not know that I was signing up for a slow ass drama. <laughs> it was so slow, and but it, I, I would still I would rate it a five star movie just out of respect. The writing was good, and like after I was telling Phoenix Calito, like there's lots of subtext in this movie. That's what you're telling me. Yes. That's what you told me. Yes. Now, <laughs> if you were smart, <laughs> you would know that what he's doing right now is talking shit. Hmm. <laughs> And it's funny that I still have it on the dictionary page for smart. And under that de- that short definition, they have like a quote of an example of how to use it. And the quote really says, if he was that smart, he would have never been tricked. <laughs> it's good. It's all good. Oh, man. It's all goddamn good. Okay, live broadcast. And I set it for two hours, but we're not going to use the full two hours. I just set it there. Well, okay. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, man, we're at 45 minutes. Oh, okay. I have some news, though, if you want. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me get this other one in here. Okay. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, that goesy Rosie. Goesy Rosie. I really hate fucking Russell Brand so fucking much for many, many reasons, but also that I say words like that, and I have no idea that he was also doing that because I never... I never got into whatever he was doing because apparently he was like hella famous. Yeah, he was like I guess I think he's like a stand-up comedian, right? I didn't know shit about the fucking guy. I know he's been in some movies. He was in that uh that one that I heard it was actually a funny movie, but like every actor who was in it has like done something horrible apparently. Oh. Because like Jonah Hill was in it with him, right? Oh fuck. Yeah, and then I think there was another uh, male like lead in it that was also, but yeah, Ooh. that get him to the Greek movie, I guess. Yeah, he does acting. He does comedy. Yeah, I guess. And he dated Katy Perry. He was in Katy Perry's social circles. I think mm-hmm. they were even married for a while. So. Yeah, I guess stuff he does just doesn't hit my radar. Because he's in the UK, though. Yeah, that could that could be a big part of it. Yeah, like how Ricky Gervais doesn't really hit my radar. 
Yeah. Yeah, like I don't be knowing what the like I only know about what Ricky Gervais does because I follow a page called Dead Domain. Um with uh I don't I actually don't know that nigga's pronouns. Just so some white nigga that seems cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they their page is called Dead Domain and they covered Ricky Gervais's latest stand up. If I didn't follow Dead Domain, I wouldn't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, oh right, because he did the office over there, right? Like the oh, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. that original. I think so. Yeah, and then the one over here was like a, a re-Americanizing. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. And, um, all right, and obviously, uh, oh, excuse me, let's um, take a look at what is going on because the big problem, to my understanding, is uh, that you got queers in the schools, mm-hmm. so... Uh, Let's see what the people in the schools who are not queers and not drag queens are doing. Again, uh, this story is about a person who is not queer and not a drag queen. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, again, just um, I'm always interested in what the folks that are not drag queens and are not queer and are not gay and are not transgender are doing. It's always constructive. Yeah, um, I know you're not a Twitter person. I think the app is Vaxology. You should follow that account. It's almost exclusively like cops and pastors getting arrested for this type of shit. I think they might have a um, a Facebook or something. Maybe. Yeah, because like I'm... I just literally, I, the only thing, I went to Twitter for one reason. Matter of fact, I have the screen open right now. You see it? Yeah. I just went to check your page to see if you posted any news, and that's it. <laughs> I don't, I hate Twitter, which is a sentence that Venus Polita has had to hear me say so many times in the past 30 days. Um, it looks like the only thing they have is a Twitter. Also, but, vexology sounds familiar. Yeah, you might have seen like their um the ad, I'm sorry the ad is Antifa op Antifa operative, but um yeah like a lot of their stuff is under vex. Yeah, almost their timeline is like exclusively like mm. pastor got arrested for child sexual abuse material, cop got arrested after raping woman, and actually they had one posted about how a cop um apologized for raping somebody because she kept saying no, and he goes, well I thought you were into it. By saying no. Yeah. Which and then what and then that lets you know, like, stop believing them when they say they're joking. Like they say that their things are jokes so they can normalize certain phrases. Cause like, what does that sound like? What's the joke that you heard? Maybe you've maybe you haven't heard it. I have heard this fake joke, which is actually propaganda. Um uh, what is it? Some a certain amount of no's it actually means yes, some yeah. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like man, they they mean that shit. They the one um, I heard was uh, this is so disgusting, but um, a woman's no is said with one mouth only. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, folks, just yeah, I, I've got no solution for that because. Uh, and also, I'm going to stop saying it because I want to put some of this stuff on YouTube. All right? Y'all know what my solution is. Mm-hmm. We just can't do it because not enough of us are willing to do it. Right? Like, again, like, I'm going to ironically say this. Tariq Nasheed said, 
that the law is really just what the most people agree on. It kind of is. Yeah, like if enough people agree that this is how we handle these folks, then no one goes to jail for it, no one goes to court for it, no one gets arrested for it, and we all roast marshmallows afterward. I mean, honestly, that's, like, very true, and especially considering uh, it doesn't even apply, in a sense, to what laws are, right? Because if you think about, like, uh, the height of Jim Crow with the lynching. Yeah. Murder was illegal back then. I don't know if y'all knew that. Like, I know they're trying to pass, like, anti-lynching, whatever now, but lynching was illegal back then, too. Yeah, you were super not supposed to do it. Yeah, you're not supposed to do it. (laughs) And yet, the police just chose not to investigate. The juries chose not to indict. The prosecutors chose not to bring charges. When they did, the juries chose not to convict. They all just got together and said, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck so, it. So let's, you know, let's throw a name out there. I don't know. I say Tim Poole's name a lot. He annoys me uniquely for some reason. He's just, he's got a lot of, like, annoying um, components, right? Like, even that shit that's supposed to be his facial hair, like, he looks like Bud Bundy in the <laughs> teen years of Married with Children. That's like him, too. Yeah, he's like he's so 1994 Bud Bundy, you know, and um, and God, but he's not funny like David Faustino was. He's like David Faustino when he tried to be a rapper. Oh, yeah, that was sad, Davey. Don't ever again, or maybe try again. Fuck it, see what happens. Uh, look, fucking, let's say Tim Pool, and we have an idea of how we can stop Tim Pool from doing all that Tim Pool stuff. Mm-hmm. If enough of us agree that that's how to handle it, it's not illegal. All right? Yeah. There we go. I didn't say anything that would get this taken off the YouTubes. All right? Look at some cats. Look at some birds. Yes. Plant flowers in your garden. Let's head on over this way. This is, oh, wait. Do um, you have news you want to hit up? Uh, we can do your stuff first and see what's. Okay, I was about to close on this one. Oh. So you probably want to hit up your hit Okay. Yeah, let's hit up your hit right. Well, just for the story I was just telling you about, just in case you want to know his name, this was a Pennsylvania police officer who has been suspended after he allegedly sexually assaulted a woman and then apologized to her, uh. saying he had intentionally raped her. And to have an intention. Justin Hain, 38 years old. Hain, H-I-N. Justin Hain, 38. Of Likens, who has <laughs> been on the Steelton Borough Police Department, for under two months, faces multiple charges in connection with the incident. Wait, he's been on the, the police department for under two months? Mm-hmm. So, uh, excuse me, but yes. archived multiple times yes. on this program, I have always said, I remember uh, when we were teenagers and everybody was like graduating that year and everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm going to leave high school and do this. And I'm like, I'm going to get a forklift job and we're all going to fucking leave high school and do these so Rudolph was the only one that was like, I'm going to be a cop. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, even niggas that didn't bang or anything, we're just like, you want to be a hot? You want to be a who? And now, as I've aged up and we see more of these police videos, it was like, yo, anybody who wants to be a cop after 2013, 14, 15 with all these police videos, it's because they want to do this because they know they can get away with it. You know, like, even if they wanted to before these videos, that was already, like, you're on some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, look at how fast he went to raping as soon as he got hired. Yep. Two months. That's not even the three-month probationary period. And this is the one we know of. Exactly. Like, goddamn. Also, I just want to point out, he's 
38. I would like to know more about what he's done for the last two decades. Yeah. I'm just saying. His whole life. Because, yeah. Uh-uh. That's a raping piece of shit. And again, if enough of us agree with yes. William's wacky ideas yes. that go way too far. Oh, my God. William. Oh, my little Jesus. What is we going to do? If enough of us agree, it's not illegal. And also, it's about time that some of y'all, see, I, I, I ain't be got all that educated, so I can't get these jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm too old and I'm too uneducated. But some of y'all have the book learning and you have the certificates and you have the degrees. Infiltrate these systems, please. I would love to see it. Like, we need a closet, quiet anarchist to be a fucking judge. Well, I mean, it basically do how the white supremacists did with the ghost skins, right? Yeah. Yeah, like if the younger folks don't know, the ghost skins are essentially what they call um, white people who have white supremacists. And I don't, like, I'm not casually saying, like, white supremacists. I mean, like, literally affiliated with white supremacists and neo-Nazi organizations, like whether that be, like, Aryan Brotherhood, KKK, like, actual organizations. And they intentionally infiltrated military so they could bring back training to their communities. They have infiltrated law enforcement. They have infiltrated um, other, like, uh, their prison guards, um, other, like, aspects of the criminal justice system. And they're called ghost skins because they are essentially skinheads, but they're ghosts in that thing because they aren't out and loud about it, right? And yeah. if you want to look up, this was actually came out under the Obama administration that the FBI released a report about it because there were that fucking many. Yeah. And, like, look at the movie American History X. Remember when um, the character Derek got out of prison? And um and the guy was like, oh, you let your hair grow. Actually, that's good. That's good. You go under the radar. Mm-hmm. Like, and that movie is over two decades old. Yeah. Yeah, like fucking American History X. Yeah, old. It may be from 1999. It may not even be wow, from the. Really? It may actually be. You want to look it up real fast? I do. Yeah, let's see. Like, I think that movie precedes the 2000s. It's that fucking old. So like. 1998. Damn. Jam. No saying, man. Big Pun was still alive. Yeah. Big Pun's first album was only a year old. Yeah. (laughs) Ninety-eight. So ghost skins. Yeah, not so like man, like some of y'all again, like I know everyone's making fun of your aesthetic and I may have joined a few times, but like some of y'all that have the fancy book learning and whatnot and can get the jobs. Imagine how much you could infiltrate if you just stopped dyeing your hair, mm-hmm. right? Because your hair, as far as like us, if, if we were to actually try to establish something, you're wearing your clan hood in public. Yeah. Take that shit off so you yeah. can infiltrate, right? It's kind of like how, I mean, the most, I, I wear the dashiki, but dashikis aren't really a big ideological shower. Right. It really just says I'm black. Yeah, I'm black and I went to the store, <laughs> you know, but like, hell, if I really wanted to go super hard, I could drop the dashiki. There is nothing about me assuming other than if someone's racist and they're like, well, he's black and I'm racist, so I must be suspicious. Fucking just say a couple of their talking points to them. Mm-hmm. Like, Repu- and again, like, here, here's some shit that I do. Like, before I let Republicans at work know that I don't want to hear any of their shit. I say things that I know will appeal to them. Like, they'll be like, how did you lift that heavy thing? I'd be like, I mostly use testosterone. 
And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're a man. You're like, man, man. Man feather. And, like, they dig that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, ant fell trait. And, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've been leaning in this direction because I said judges, yeah. which means lawyers, right? Yeah. Cops. Cops. You have to start becoming cops. Yeah. You do. And do it. In, and keep in mind, police departments are always hiring. They're oh, constantly putting those things out like, need more new cadets. Oh, God. There's been ads nonstop on the radio that the um, state prison is hiring. Help get 12 of your anarchist friends together and all join the fucking um, thing. I wouldn't say go to the prison because that shit is real in there. Yeah. Don't go there. You don't want to go fucking around with the prison shit. Like, I would suggest maybe a prison if you're not a guard, if you're like support staff. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, maybe. Like if you're doing like medical staff or something, because you'll still see things that you can document and bring back, but you're a little bit safer. Yeah, like. Prison is just real. Of course, it depends which prison as well. Yeah, because also, like, let's keep it real. Everyone in prison is not a nonviolent marijuana offender. Right. Some niggas in prison are fucked up. Yeah. And they will fuck you up for big fun. You know, like, um, I remember I heard one from one of the homies, uh, one of the cats, uh, he used to laugh his ass off when the guards would uh, go to check his his room and inspect it Mm -hmm. up in the closet area on the shelf, he would put a bunch of razor blades and angle them so when the cop went to run their hand across it, they would just get bladed the fuck up and he'd laugh his ass off. Like, you don't want to go fucking around in no goddamn prison. Niggas with that have hepatitis will spit on you like it's mm-hmm. ill. Don't fuck around in there. Yeah, like, hell, we covered the story where the fucking um, remember the Canadian guy who was in prison for rape, raped a prison guard while yeah. in there. Yeah. And then they let him out because that's what you do. And he can, and guess what he did while he was out? He won't believe it. Yeah. The real R word. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. This is an angry episode. A little bit. A little but bit. hopefully you're moving and grooving with it. You know, a hey, listen to the show. All right. It's winter time. Hunker down. Smoke you a J. Smoke you a J so you can catch some Z's. There you go. Put a reasonable doubt on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, that was your story. Uh, uh, yeah, so there was a cop who uh, basically said, like, well, I thought you were into it. Oh, um, God. Did, were we still on that one? Did I just run my that mouth was, that, that long? Was, yeah, but that was, like, the whole story. Because oh, she, she called him after the fact to be like, what? so he was responding to a call in her house, but she had just got out of the bathroom, out of the shower, so she was wearing a towel, pulled off the towel and raped her, and she was like, what the hell? And he admitted in the call after the fact that he was, like, sorry, I guess. Like, so he admitted he did it. We'll see if he actually catches charges. Um, what else do I have in here? I also have, where did it go? Florida, as we're talking about book bans, would you like to guess what they're banning now? Uh, Bill O'Reilly's book. They are also banning Bill O'Reilly's book. That's actually true. That's <laughs> hilarious to me, but that is not what I am talking about in this instance. Damn, thought I had it. <laughs> no, this uh, is like. Oh, wait, is this the Bible again? No. Nope. Oh, wait, the dictionary. And encyclopedias. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one school district in Florida is looking to extend the, school, the state's book ban into an unexpected genre, dictionaries. According to a list obtained and published by the nonprofit PEN America, the Escambia County School District has included five dictionaries, eight encyclopedias, and the Guinness Book of World Records in its list of more than 1,000. 
1,600 books that could be banned. I don't know how to tell you this, but we are in a very scary place when they're banning encyclopedias and dictionaries. That is when it is very evident they do not want children to learn or think. I don't know how much more blatant it can be. Uh, the list of books was initially obtained by the Freedom, uh, Florida Freedom to Read Project, a nonprofit that started in 2021 when Florida started to initiate book bans across the state. The district has a list of books that have been formally challenged on its website as well, which shows several books that have already been restricted and removed. According to PEN America, the list contains more than 1,600 books banned pending investigation in December 2023. Uh, among other titles on the list are John T. Alex John T. Alexander, Alexander's Catherine the Great. You can't learn about Catherine the Great. What the fuck? Um, I don't know what that is. She's like a she was like a Russian empress. Like why the fuck? Fine, you can't learn about Catherine probably because of that chair. <laughs> Wait, the what? She had a, a custom made chair that has like vulvas and penises on it. Like, it's, oh, is that it? I mean, it's most maybe, likely it is. Maybe, but that's like a very. I mean, I guess that's enough for them. But mostly her. Books about her, about her ruling as a leader of Russia. Like, yeah, but I see now the way Fiesta Leader is responding, I don't respond like that. And it's not because I'm woker than Phoenix Kaleeder or like fucking I'm more of an adult than Phoenix Kaleeder or like I'm just more emotionally regulated. But it's just I'm more nihilistic and yeah. always have been. Yeah. Like I'm actually the best at being a nihilist. You are. And it's because like, what else do you expect from the people that descend from the daughters of the Confederacy? This is just what they've always been. All the way back to, I remember when I was first really like, you know, self-educating on the history of minstrel shows. And it can't be stressed enough that the reason why they started making minstrel shows was to make slavery look wholesome and funny mm -hmm. to other people that were visiting the South from other nations. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, well, well, let's make these characters. And they made Zip Coon and all that other. And, you know, uh, 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 not, not, I almost said Uncle Tom. What was that other one? The one, Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Yeah, like ones that actually became laws. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, I would say, at least on American soil, so-called American soil, that that is the beginning of American propaganda is minstrel shows. I'm sure that someone could pinpoint like, but there's a newspaper clipping from the, and I'm like, well, this is the one I know about. If you have another one, I will add that one and say that's the beginning. But like, as far as the way they do propaganda right now today, that's it right there. For me, honestly, it's Columbus. Columbus? Yeah. Like himself? Yeah. Because, so when he first got to the, uh, well, he first came to Puerto Rico, right, and met the Taino people, the first thing he noted was, like, how gentle they were and how, like, if I had, like, 50 dudes with guns, we could run the entire place. Because he said subjugate them. He did say subjugate yeah. them. Um, like, that was how he started. When he started getting pushback for how he was treating them, that was when, like, the, the savages, they're savages, ah! right? And, like, that was, like, the not the first time, like, a non-white group has been demonized, but that was, like, um, very similar to the minstrel shows. They were relying on you not knowing what was really going on. Like, you were hearing about it secondhand. You're like, the slavery thing sounds goofy. Here's a minstrel show. Don't worry about it. This is what it's really like, right? And you're like, I'm hearing he's doing these things in the new world. It doesn't sound good. No, no, no. They're savages. You have to treat them like this. 
Like, it was, so for me, it's Columbus, but I understand, if we're talking about black people, I would say probably minstrel shows, for huh. sure. But, yeah, it, it definitely is like a, um, yeah, no, it's not so bad, they love being treated like this. They're inferior. Ah, transgenomania, you know. Now, watch this, folks. I have been presented, well, actually, I can't even say new information. You kind of just, you really cleared up the timeline, because that is, like, two or three centuries before uh, menstrual shows. Yeah. So, there you go. Change my position. That's the origin. And you know what? It is in line with what they still do today. Like, right now, like, y'all know me. I don't be doing shit. I be chiefing, podcasting, and telling women in their 20s to watch out for these niggas. Look for the red flags. Yeah. But if a cop shoots me, all of a sudden, I'm the hardest nigga on the planet. Yeah. Like, I am fucking, I am 50 cent <laughs> before the deal. All of a sudden, you're six foot five? <laughs> yeah. Right? My voice doesn't sound like this at all, nigga. I sound like John Kofi. <laughs> the only reason I tied, boss, is because I've been choking black women to death all day, boss. All of them deaf. Mm. Choked them to death, boss. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, so, yeah, the savages. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, so that was uh, that about Florida. So, um, I just. Oh, yeah, the just, books. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the books are banned. So, keep that in mind as things keep going. In 10 years from now, kids who haven't been allowed to use dictionaries and encyclopedias, where do you think they will be educationally? Where do you think they will be intellectually? Where do you think they will be in terms of language that they know how to use? in terms of um, not being susceptible to propaganda, in terms of having critical thinking skills, when you aren't even allowed to use a fucking encyclopedia or a dictionary. Now, I'm just saying. Here's the extra funny shit. This is public schools. Yes. And the the, private schools. The private Christian schools will have their dictionaries. They'll have their encyclopedias. Yes. And they will be generally more informed, but lied to about that information yes. while the other kids are toiling and don't know shit. And then, of course, that's going to be used to pass, um, just wait, this is my prediction, eventually it's going to be passed to use um, anti-public education bills to be like, well, look at how poorly these kids are doing. We should stop giving so much money to public schools. They're just squandering it. Yeah. And, right, and keep this in mind that this is also happening at the same time that states are trying to... Um, repeal child labor laws like they want to make it now in Wisconsin so that you can drop out of school at age 14 and go to work full-time, banning abortion, which means we're going to have 14, 15, 16-year-old girls getting pregnant and not being able to abort and have to work there and not, you know what I mean? Like, it is a very, all these things go together. None of these are a single issue. The same people who want to ban encyclopedias are the same people who want to make sure 14-year-olds have to give birth are the same people who think that 14-year-old boys should go fucking work in meatpacking plants. These are the same people. Yeah. You know? So, no, nigga, I don't give a fuck that Bernie's not left enough or that Biden isn't left at all. I don't give a shit. Because this is coalesced under one party. Yeah. Keep it official. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not doing another goddamn segment about Nancy Pelosi said we're capitalists. We know that shit. There is one party that is irredeemably fucked up and is still on the plan. Like, they, and, and I love the irony of them saying, you're on the Democrat plantation. I reluctantly vote against you because you want me on a real plantation. Mm-hmm. 
right? Y'all want me on a prison plantation shit. Yeah, I gotta keep in mind, I'm still a nigger to these people, hard R. Yeah. And I think that, like, in that sense, it's also keep pushing, not just, like, to ignore what Democrats are doing to say Republicans are bad, but focus on how bad Republicans are so that Democrats, so it becomes, because right now it's still, like, but Democrats are the grown-ups in the room because they work with Republicans. Nah, they shouldn't be working with Republicans. Look how bad Republicans are. We can't work with them. They need to be vilified. We can't work with them. We can't sit with them. We can't um, pass bills with them. We can't pass legislation with them. We can't do anything with them because they are bad, right? That is where we need to be. We will not work with them. We will not sit with them. We will not play polite. We do not need to be civilized to be fucking savages. They're the savages here. Yeah. You know? And if it, I mean, really, and use that word because again, which side has the body count? Right. Right. Which side has dead bodies under it now? Right. Like we just covered a segment of the Club Q shooter getting sentenced. They are murdering people. Mm-hmm. They're the savages. And hell, let's let me swing it back over to black men as if we're a, a, a significant amount of the voting populace. Right, like we're already 50% of the black population, and what small percentage of that actually consistently votes? Has it been allowed to vote? <clears throat> right, but the few black men that actually are being propagandized to Republican, which is like 1.5%, let's keep it official, mm-hmm. is about 1.5% that over the past half decade has been propagandized to the right. Those are the same black men that want to call themselves passport bros and go fuck little girls in fucking third world nations with their fucking military money. Like, those are the same niggas that go online and defend rapist Bill Cosby. The same niggas that go online and joke about not washing their booty hole. So there is a sector of black men that I will call savages because they're Republicans. You become a cop, you're not black anymore if you're a blue life. You become a Republican, you're a red life. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Washington generals. And um, just as you said, like, we, you know, we can't deal with these people because they're the real savages. This is actually a story from Canada, but to me, worth mentioning. Yeah. Um, have you heard of, where did his name go? Brian Paré? No. Okay. I don't know that name. Okay. So, you know how there was, I mean, maybe you don't know, how there was a bunch of conspiracy theories about um, wildfires in Canada? And like just across the planet, right? I didn't know there were conspiracy okay. theories. Yeah. Uh, so, conspiracy theories. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's a callback, kids. Yeah. Um, but people were saying like the government was the one setting them, that it was because of like um, the poor forest management. Right? Didn't Trump say some shit like, well, if you rake the forest, you won't have forest fires or oh, yeah, shit. fuck. Yeah. 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 And how people were like, because the real, because so the big thing is a lot of these fires are due to climate change. Um, and people do not want to acknowledge that because, again, right-wingers are insistent that climate change isn't real, no matter how much evidence you present in front of their fucking faces. And this guy, Brian Paré, he has been arrested for setting fires in Quebec last year. But here's the thing. He was online spreading conspiracy theories saying that the government was deliberately starting forest fires across Quebec. Now... For folks who live now, uh, what was it, in New York, you were seeing it. Remember, like, those apocalypse The haze. Yes. We even had it uh, in, like, Michigan across the Great Lakes. Those were from the Canadian forest fires. 
And the Canadians, well, weirdo right-wing Canadians were saying, the government is the one doing it. No, it was this dude. Teen different forest fires. Like, forest this is what they are. Yeah. This is like when, fucking, when, when police fucking um, get at a far distance from a black neighborhood on like, like on a freeway thing out there in Chicago when they just shoot into that neighborhood and then say there's a gang-related shooting, which is something that the CPD does. The Chicago Police Department gets at a, 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 a fun little cozy distance mm-hmm. from black neighborhoods and shoots at them and then says gang-related shootings are happening, just like the one where Alex Jones covered where that pig out there committed suicide, but he called in that a black guy shot him, and when they found out that he actually committed suicide and lied, Alex Jones did not follow up. Not one right-winger followed up. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They kill people and lie. What is it? Throw a rock and hide your hand or some shit oh, like yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know all these white people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also just as a side note on the CPD thing, another thing that they do a lot, and I know they do this in uh, LA too, is uh, take people who are either directly gang affiliated or related to somebody who's gang affiliated and intentionally drop them off in the wrong neighborhood to spark gang wars on purpose. What kind of sick fuck wants to start a turf war? And the, the cold shit is, like, um, that was depicted in the movie Menace to Society, and I'm glad that they depicted something accurately, that the other gang members were already hip to that shit and just mm-hmm. took them to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was a uh, shout-out to the Hughes brothers uh, depicting that. That was... Uh, that was on point and accurate of the culture. Yeah, I, I, uh, God, I wish I could remember that little girl's name, but there was a little girl in Chicago got shot in the head during a drive-by because it happened to be during the gang war, and the gang war started because police dropped off like one of her neighbors who was affiliated in, uh, you know, in somebody else's turf. Mm. He got shot, and it started shit, and it went on all fucking summer long. And by the time the summer was over, there was like 13 dead gang members, but also like, you know, a little like nine-year-old black girl who got shot in the head. And police did that on purpose. And guarantee you they're laughing about it. Oh, they think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Which they always have. They've always been this. Like, that, and I mean, this is going to sound like some real insignificant shit, but that little laugh react on Facebook, Mm -hmm. that laugh react goes all the way back to Columbus uh, beating that indigenous woman Mm -hmm. until she finally... uh, well, let's just say rape, because that's not consent. Someone beats you, you just give up. Mm-hmm. So, and then he and then he raped her without her putting up a fight. And what he wrote, as it translates to English in his personal journal, was that she became my personal whore. Mm-hmm. That laugh react goes all the way back to that. It has always been fun and funny to them, and it yeah. will never not be. Yep. Exactly. And that's why, like, you can call them savages, sadists, psychopaths, like, pick a word, but it doesn't have to be a humanizing word. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, just to say, um, this Brian Paré guy, he is 38 years old, by the way. Imagine being almost 40 and doing this with your fucking wife. Yeah. Uh, So, he's a Canadian man who spread online conspiracy theories saying that the government was deliberately starting forest, forest fires, has since pleaded guilty to personally setting 14 fires himself. He pleaded guilty to 13 counts of arson and one count of disregard for human life at a courthouse on Monday. According to the CBC, prosecutors uh, told the court that Paré started two fires that led to the evacuation of 500 homes. 500 homes. That's not 500 people. That's households. That means if you have multiple people living with you, if you have roommates, if you have kids, 
Over 500 people had to leave their houses because of this guy. Um, the fire scorched more than 2,000 acres of forest. What kind of savage just burns down the earth? Who does that? I mean, obviously, right. besides the Israeli government cutting down the olive trees. And anyway, um, but yeah, a mandatory eva- ev- evacuation order was issued in the town on May 31st following a fire. Uh, the prosecutors added that residents couldn't re- return home until June 3rd. So all from May 31st until June 3rd, where do you go for a weekend? What if you don't have hotel money? Where do you stay? What do you do? Did these people, some of these people have to sleep outside because they didn't have somewhere to stay? Like, did they have to go to a homeless shelter? Like, what is going on here? Um, and other fires took place at the same time, and it raised suspicions because there was no clear natural cause. During court proceedings, the prosecutor said police first spoke to Paré on June 2nd after he was seen near one of where one of the fires was started. He denied causing the fire, but police were suspicious because he demonstrated, quote, a certain interest in the fires. So he couldn't stop telling on himself, basically, is what happened. Uh, so they began to examine his Facebook page where he regularly posted about the fires, claiming that the government had deliberately started them to trick people in believing in the climate crisis. Now, I think if you start fires that have to make 500 households evacuate, you burn down 2,000 acres of land, and you could have fucking killed somebody, you helped trash the environment. We were seeing the results of these fires across the fucking border from New York City to fucking Chicago. I think you should be called a savage. And then you tried to blame it on the government for manufacturing a climate change crisis. I think we should get to call you a fucking savage. Yeah, and or I think, I think we should all agree on what would be legal to do. I mean, he likes fire. You know, I whatever. mean, and don't they like changing people's names against their will? Yes, they do. He likes fire. I like calling him Jesse Washington. I mean, you know. Let's flame up. Mm. Only the realest of the real ones. <laughs> Only the realest. <laughs> Shit. But yeah. But damn it, long long shifts, long work days, and um, quite frankly, after long work days, you finally get a paycheck. Close the damn episode. Yeah. What do you do with your paycheck? Over at KCAL News, I did not preview this, and actually, I would not even be doing this segment if Phoenix Cleeter wasn't here. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> All right, we're going to make money without effort. I'm not giving you one of my kidneys. I don't know. I don't know. If there's anything you can trust is a blonde white woman in an expensive shirt. (laughs) Let's do this. Holy shit, a third blonde white woman. We are, dude, this is almost like oh Fox God. News. They're going to tell you to sell your fucking plasma or something. Nah, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Come on. Percent. 
Also, if that's one thing I know that working class Americans have is hefty savings accounts. Um, also, I just want to point out as well, um, banks are, we covered it, actually we did an article on this a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, about how banks are essentially allowed to just flag your shit and close it and you never get your money back. And there's just nothing you can do. Um, they started doing it with sex workers, but they also do it um, in the article, like, so when I say sex workers, people are like, well, that's illegal. Not all forms of sex work are legal. Shit, like OnlyFans is perfectly legal. Yeah. Porn is legal. They will still shut down your account and take your money. So it is like, yeah, high yield savings accounts are awesome, but there's always a risk. And it's not just sex workers. And the article that we covered, it was also like someone who owned a bar because they were doing too many cash deposits. Because it was cash deposits from a bar that they owned. And people paid in cash. And their account got flagged and they never got their money back. Uh, one of them was an immigrant who was living here who got his account flagged and shut down because he was sending too much money back home. So they were like, it's money trafficking of some sort because he wanted to like pay his mother's rent back wherever, I forget what country he was from. So, you know, yeah, like savings accounts are great, but you know, you're also at the mercy of the banking system. Do with that information what the fuck you will. Also savings account were a segment where they started saying folks are a thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. So. Okay. Just move your not money. And I also want to point out, they didn't say, like, what it takes to open an account. Some places you only need, like, $50. Some places you need, like, $500 or $1,000. If you're getting the high-yield account, a lot of times they'll ask you to have more money in the account so that, like, the bank itself can make money, and that's how they can afford to give you the higher interest rate. So if you have to have $1,000 to open up the account, and you're already $1,000 in debt, math, mathing, mathematically. Yeah, <laughs> math, mathing, or mathematically. <laughs> It was a good show. I'd watch it. Most people, she said most people, so the majority, obviously. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. This is awesome. <laughs> Cashback cards, man, that's, people that's just need higher card. wages, man, right? Not all these fucking tricks. Why does it have to be such a game? Because then it's easier to make you lose. Jesus. Yeah, it's like you have other pieces and you gotta love this. Fuck all that, man. Pay the nigga. Yeah. I just want to point out, you heard what where she said to shop, or where Amazon. she shops. Amazon. She said, I heard Ulta Beauty. Ulta Beauty. Like, it's like a, a makeup store. Like, if you're that broke, you maybe want to hold back on buying the designer brand makeup. No. No. Because you're, you're making so much money now off of all the money that you had after going into debt. <laughs> Don't you understand? Definitely not. Definitely not. You need to be like them and do more cocaine. Then you'd get it. I just assume rich white people in California are doing well. Are they still doing cocaine? I thought they do. Um, I thought they do like the Adderall stuff now. And that's isn't that part of why we have an Adderall shortage? Fuck, is that what's happening? I'm so yeah. behind oh, on yeah. the time. Like, I don't know if it's like Adderall specifically, but one of the ADD drugs is like on backlog, and people are 
not doing well because they like actual people's ADD can't access it. Also the same thing with um, the weight loss drugs, like rich white people, well just rich people are <laughs> abusing um, like weight loss drugs. But like those drugs are also used for like comorbidities uh, and stuff. So like diabetics and stuff use them too. So right now there's like diabetics who can't get the medicine that they need because like rich white people want to be skinny or <laughs> so they found a way to make getting high ableist. <laughs> That's some wild shit, man. Getting high has always been ableist. I think because it's always about what class of drugs you can afford and how recreational you can afford to use them. But you're taking it away from niggas that need it. Somebody needs that Adderall. You're like, just like if a nigga needs a wheelchair, and you're like, yeah, but I want to do tricks. <laughs> Give that nigga his wheelchair back. Shit. God damn. Niggas gonna take a nigga's fucking crutches and be like, ah, don't worry, we're gonna play some stickball real quick. I need your crutch, Tim. Jesus. All right. God damn. I hope when I smoke reefer, I'm not taking it from some. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not taking THC from some poor kid no, that needs his reefer to pass the test. <laughs> Goofball shit. Everything you've described is now a second full-time job to do all of this shit. No one has time. Anyone doing all of that shit doesn't have time to watch this segment. I only saw it because I'm weird and I subscribe to a bunch of local news stations so I can see what y'all little grimy niggas is talking about and I caught you, you little dirty rich white woman. I caught you. I just like the, on the infographic, I think that's what it's called. I don't know. On the while she's talking, it's showing tips worth the payout, online servings, as I mentioned, but also flexible side hustle. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't take, don't. That's it. New black rule. We don't say anything on the internet anymore. <laughs> no more of our vernacular. And that, and also, and I get it with black kids, that's going to be impossible. So that means no online gaming. Black take online gaming away from black kids, and all of a sudden, white kids will have to make up their own shit and let them be dorky again. It's gonna be like the black TikTokers, how they're always doing like the dances and stuff. And black TikTokers went on strike for like two weeks, and white kids were trying to make TikTok videos, and they were just kind of standing there, like swaying from side to side because they didn't have any dances to rip off. Huh, <laughs> yeah, so I do like just withhold. Like, you don't have to be the biggest star in the world. Imagine if black artists just went around to black, like, bring back the Chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. Go to black venues. Yeah. No one records. Perform. Don't even put out an album. Everybody come out. We support you financially by just seeing your show. You say the songs. We say, yeah, those are good songs. Or we like them. And we all dance. And we boogie. And we all go home. And white people have no idea what happened. And if you see anybody white in the crowd, Whatever we all agree on is legal. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny thing, though. You could actually talk about it online, but because they aren't there, they wouldn't know. Like, just like one word or catchphrase, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, we all know it. You know it. I know it. Oh, yeah. Louisiana knows it. Oh, you know, Texas knows it. Oh, 
all know it. <laughs> yeah, make white people be white again. Oh, God, please. <laughs> and other such things. This episode, I'm going to have to change the title. I literally titled this episode Sea Level Rise. Oh. You got about, about that. Yeah, I got about 20 minutes of sea level rise out of, oh, no, I don't want to look, out of 91 minutes. We had two minutes to film. Or two hours to film. Well, we filled it. <laughs> this is going to just be a phoenix. This is whole. At least it's up. You know what? It's up. God damn it. And mm-hmm. and that'll be that. And this will be this. And I'm gonna go grab a drink and get pissed. Cause I'm a British, and that's how we talk. Yeah, we say pissed. What was that? Oh wait, you never saw that movie. Ah. Family with Heath Ledger before he was the Joker. I, yeah, I don't really know much of his stuff. Like, I know that boring-ass Brokeback Mountain, which no. one of, that's one of the ones you have to keep fucking reiterating. I don't dislike it on some homophobic shit. I dislike it because it's a boring-ass cowboy movie, and I don't give a... I'm bored. I should watch it. I've never seen it all the way through because it was, like, too slow for me, but I should watch it. I tried so hard. My, by the time Brokeback Mountain came out, I was already in. I was already I, like I, I was. I was already a fan of like. But I'm a cheerleader all over the guy kissing Jessica Stein. Like I already like that stuff. But like this one was not a rom com, and I was like, what's happening? I'm so bored. I hate that movie. <sighs> yeah. Fine. Fine. All right. That that should be the are, whole shit. Are we recording tomorrow as well? You. Oh yeah, I, I I already scheduled it. Yeah, like okay. I literally like I didn't just schedule it like it's in my head. I digitally scheduled it on Blog Talk Radio okay. and on Patreon. Because I want to make fun of that Chicago guy who's suing the women who talked about him in a Facebook group. <laughs> let's see. Let's uh let's head on over this here way. <laughs> I didn't pick a Friday yet. Saturday is just Saturday Society and Culture. Okay. Which is probably where I would have put that story. You want to do it on a Saturday? No. I want to override tomorrow, which I preemptively just titled Nikki Haley. Oh. Yeah, I was just gonna do I was just gonna do Nikki Haley coverage in general, just to be like how she started and how it's going. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of just a long form Nikki Haley in the primary. Yeah. But I will switch it. Okay. I will switch it with a widget. So Nikki Haley Saturday. I'm sure she'll say something else stupid by then too. So that'll be great. Saturday will still be society and culture okay. because there's hell of because that is where I want to try to pack in most of the um, celebrity stuff, the uh-huh. things that will expand the audience. Yes. Oh my like, God, we have to talk about oranges on that one. Good. And the bird test too. We have to talk about those two things. So basically, yeah, after this, um, yeah, when I get my doobies ready to wrap up this evening, uh, yeah, you let me know that stuff, and I'll start downloading videos. And actually, on this calendar, you can write the stuff down. You really go hard at reminding me we have this goddamn calendar. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, Fancy Leader is uh, one of the notebook people, and we're going to leave it at that. There's nothing wrong with having notebooks. 
y'all know what we're talking about. We say the notebook people, the people that have multiple notebooks and every single one has like four notes in it. I feel very attacked right now. Because you are being attacked. You feel <laughs> accurate. This is an attack. <laughs> I, hate, I hate transphobes. Oh, God, I hate them. I hate them ideologically. And I just, I hate them interpersonally, right? Like, um, like I do the black ma'am, right? When somebody's goofing, right? Like, ma'am, you know, it's like a, but a transphobe at work heard me say it. And they thought that I was doing the thing where you're making fun of the transgender woman in the convenience store video. Oh, where the convenience oh. Store, yeah. Oh, God. They, they thought I was doing that. And oh. I just, I play dumb. Like I acted like I didn't know what she was talking about. And then she dropped it. Yeah. Uh, like we're not we're not doing that. Like I do I'm doing the black ma'am. You're trying to do the transphobic ma'am and I hate you. Leave me alone. Ugh, smelly. Lipstick all on your teeth, weirdo. <laughs> I hate that transphobe. <laughs> Lipstick on your teeth ass. Mm. All right. We we're again it's it's always ending a podcast is we're teenagers in love that can't say goodbye and hang up the phone in the nineties. We love you, audience. Yeah, I don't know what that is now. Like do you just like send one last text and say I'm so Yeah, I don't I don't know how that works. You just one last text or like you can't get off of a like uh like Instagram or something, like keep sending stories back and forth or something. I don't know. Which like you guys my age that wanna be with twenty two year old girls. Fucking why? You wanna do that shit? Because that's the culture now. I would not fucking dare get into text message culture. And I do use culture around it kind of flippantly because it's a whole thing that everyone seems to take very serious that you text at these times if someone texts you text back in this amount of time or you're doing something wrong or you're doing something right it fuck all that i call and if you're one of those people that's my age like i just can't call well i guess we just don't talk to each other to being strangers which is what we already were in the first place i gotta stop being mad at everything I'm becoming the 40-year-old man that just hates everything. You know, Negro man. Yeah, which is so on the nose. I'm literally 40 right now, and all I do is mad segments. And yeah, mean old Negro man. Maybe Mr. Williams' Laborhood was the wrong name. <laughs> because I barely post about labor. I'm always talking about what I'm mad at. I'm never mad at fellow workers. Get your check. Let's hang up this phone. I hit stop. <laughs> You're hilarious. There we go. Get you on out of there, you know. I have a pen. <laughs> <laughs>